Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We've been looking at the book of Hebrews. Colin, we've been trying to understand what it says to us today. We're in chapter 11, of course, this great catalogue of men and women of faith. It's like looking at an exhibition of faith, isn't it, this chapter? We're picking it up from verse 29. Yes, now this is talking about Moses. We, we don't really have time to look at all the aspects of Moses' life. But we, we know that um, God spoke to him, sent him back, to Egypt, where he had brought brought up into the in the in the court of Pharaoh, and he was to confront um, Pharaoh with the need to let the people of Israel, who were in slavery in Egypt, uh, to let them go, to release them, and um, of course we we know how uh, Pharaoh refused to do that, and there were the series of plagues that culminated in the the killing of the firstborn. And um, God had told uh, his people through Moses to um, uh, sprinkle the blood on, on the doorposts and lintels of their homes so the angel of death would pass over them. And they did that. Uh, they, you see, they acted in obedience to the word that God had given them, so they were saved from the disaster that came upon the Egyptians. And then, uh, as Pharaoh finally said that they were allowed to go, Moses led them out uh, of Egypt, but of course Pharaoh changed his mind and started pursuing them, and so now the children of Israel were caught between the Red Sea and the pursuing army. So it looked as if really they were, they, they'd had it, really. I mean, there was nowhere to go, you see. Um, and, you know, the people started crying out, didn't they, against Moses, you know, if, if you brought us out just that we might be destroyed, really. And, um, but God gives Moses the instruction to stretch out his rod over the sea. Now, uh, uh, the reason why I'm going into these, de- into these details is simply this, you see. God gave to his people, through Moses, a series of instructions. When they obeyed those instructions, then they saw the hand of God. They saw the hand of God save them from the slaying of the firstborn. And now... As Moses obeys the Lord, they see the Red Sea parted. They are able to go across in safety. But, of course, that word was not for the Egyptians. So when the Egyptians started to pursue them, the waters came together again and the Egyptian army was drowned. So God was working on behalf of his people. But at each step along the way, they had to obey what God commanded them to do. Now, he wasn't commanding them to do great things. I mean, just sprinkling blood over the doorposts and lintel, that was not a a great thing to do. Uh, Stretch out your rod over the sea, that was not a great thing to do. But nevertheless, it is what the Scripture calls the obedience of faith. 
that when they did these very simple things, they believed that God would save and deliver them in the way that he promised. What does that say to us today? Well, it says this to us today, that God is still the God of promise. He is the God who leads us now by the Holy Spirit. And I've been saying that faith is a relationship with God. It's living by trusting in God. It's being sure of what we hope for, certain of what we do not see. It's living in that in that um, confidence in God. So when he gives you an instruction, faith obeys what he says. And then you see the outcome of what God has promised. And uh, there have been so many situations, you know, where... Uh, people have got their lives in a mess. And, you know, they they say, God, God just hasn't done what I thought he was promising. And I say to them, did you do what he told you to do? You see, because so often the promises of God are connected to a command from God. Now, these are amazing things, aren't they? Amazing things that he delivers the whole of Israel. This angel of death passed over them so that even today, the Jewish people still every year celebrate the Passover because it was such an amazing miracle of deliverance for the whole nation. And all the way through the Old Testament, Again and again, this event of God parting the waters and his people going over on dry land is referred to because it was a major miraculous event. But these major things were the result of two very simple acts of obedience, putting blood, the blood of a, of a sheep, on the doorpost and lintel, and just stretch out your rod. It seems so simple, doesn't it? But you see, God has not made faith complicated. And that, for very obvious reasons, that he wants all of his children to live by faith. And so he wants us all to do what his word says, to fulfill the commands with the obedience of faith. Paul Paul says when he's beginning his letter to the Romans that it's his apostolic responsibility to bring people to the obedience of faith. And that's something that I've sought to do throughout my ministry, to say, okay, God has called us all to be a people of faith, but faith is expressed in obedience. Interestingly, uh, Jesus says that love is also expressed in obedience. And there's a very close correlation between love for God and faith in God. If we love him, we will obey what he says. That's what Jesus says. And if we believe in him, we will obey what he tells us to do because we know that then the outcome will be good. You say, Colin, that God has made faith uncomplicated, not complicated, but faith isn't always an easy option, is it? There's often a lot of hassle attached to it, as we see with this story of the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. They were hassled. 
they they were hassled, of course. But you see, um, it was the circumstances that were hassling them. And uh, I mean, who needs faith in easy circumstances? But when we're in the middle of hassle and difficulty and and destruction and and um, circumstances that we we cannot understand, let alone alter by any efforts of our own, we need faith. And we know that the promises of God will come good, that all we have to do is to depend upon the Spirit, follow the leading of the Spirit, and God will do what he promises that he will do. But is it also par for the course that just as we have been tracking these people in this gallery of faith, as, as we read in Hebrews 11, that people who walk in faith in obedience to God will inevitably experience hassle. It's part of the, part of the journey. Well, it's, they're already experiencing the hassle. The hassle isn't because of the walk of faith. Uh, the hassle has got nothing to do with the walk of faith uh, because the walk of faith is going to overcome the hassle. Eventually. Well, sometimes quickly, sometimes eventually. You never know. It depends on the circumstances. But you see, what is important, what I'm saying is that if you are operating by faith, then you will do what God tells you to do. And we've only got to look at the next verse to see this, verse 30. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. Now, here they want to take a city at that time, a major city. This was a big deal, right? So... Uh, the high walls, protective walls of the city are in place with the, with the defensive forces there ready to fire down upon anybody that tries to take them. What does God say? Um, he, he, uh, he, he tells them, for six days you're to walk around the city in silence, not a sound. Now, that's not difficult. Um, you know, if you're told to be quiet, you can be quiet. Walk around. And you, you can just imagine these defensive soldiers in, in Jericho looking. What are they doing just walking around? Not a sound. And then on the seventh day, they'd walk around seven times, and then they'd blow their trumpets and all the rest. And God would deliver them the city. Now, um, this, this was the word that God gave them. And, and he had to, to speak it, of course, um, to the one who succeeded Moses in, um, in, in the leadership, Joshua, who succeeds Moses. But the people have to do it. They have to obey. What happens? A miracle that after they have obeyed what the Lord told them to do, the walls crumbled. Now, was there an earthquake? What happened? Nobody knows. But God can do anything. If he made the universe, he can sure pull a few walls down. And the city was given into their hands. Now, you see, this is another example of this same principle. You do what God tells you to do and he does what he promises he will do 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 